Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio, that little thing I like to call slut radio. This is the uh, season two, episode two podcast that I never released. Well, as you may know, I have been self-quarantining, so I have had the time to devote to it, and it, it needed a lot of tender loving care. So, uh, it's not the friend zone. It's not even the end zone. <laughs> I give you season two, episode two, the What Zone podcast. Thank you once again for letting me borrow your ears. I will try to treat them very gently and I'll give them back to you in a little while. Okay, so today we are going to discuss erogenous zones. Uh, I also have a couple of follow-ups and I've got to do my Dave Portnoy shout out. So that's it. I I'm just going to keep it really short and to the point. And yes, Dave, you are still on my mind. And I, I legit have ADHD, so I'm going to try and focus on my podcast. Um, so, yeah, Dave. Ooh, mm, okay, yes, and the, the erogenous zone research and the Dave Portnoy thinking of him. Ooh, dangerous, dangerous. Okay, so the follow-up that I have for you. The last podcast that I did was Bigfoot, Nessie, and the Clit. And I know I told you guys that I had made a resolution to try to not come so quickly. I And I also shared with you that I have been working on that resolution with some success. And... Then, in that same episode, in that same podcast, I shared a little helpful hint with you. That was on the clit. And that the, the little helpful hint was about this super-duper sensitive spot. And I am here to tell you that, yes, it exists. Holy shit, it exists. Okay, so it, it was very, very accurate information. I could kiss whoever it was. Um, I When I tried it, I managed to find this fucking nuclear hotspot on my clit. And, dude, I managed to edge myself on top of that. And when I finally came, it was... Oh, it was good. It was... I... I don't have a superlative for it. Um, I slept like a baby that night. That's for damn sure. Definitely look for it. it I, I'll tell you how to get there. If you are looking at the clit, if it's your lover's clit and you're looking at it straight on, nose to nose, um, the 11 o'clock or the 1 o'clock position is going to be where you want to touch or lick whatever you're doing to it. Start off gently because, like I said, this is a fucking nuclear hot spot on the clit. It is supercharged, super sensitive, and 
ladies, it is on you as the owner of the clit to let whoever is doing the pleasuring know whether they're doing it right or wrong. And if they are doing it wrong, you need to tell them what they need to do. Okay? Whether it's move to the right or stop. It just, it's your clit. You need to be happy with what somebody else is doing to it. Now, if it's your clit and you're playing by yourself, it is going to be at your five o'clock or your seven o'clock. Okay? If you're looking down at your down your own body, it's going to be in the five or the seven o'clock. If you're at a 69 with a person with a clit, that is also where this super duper hot spot is going to be. And I can only imagine what it would feel like with a tongue on it. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. That sounds wonderful. So find it. Let me know how that goes because I'm curious. I know I'm not the only person to have this super duper hot spot because I read, I read about it and shared it with you guys. So definitely share your stories with me. I want to hear about it. Okay. So enough about that. Uh, the other follow-up thing that I wanted to share, you remember hearing me bitch and moan about, oh my God, I want a glass dildo and I can't afford it. Well, guess what? I found one on sale and it is going to be here in mid-January. I am so excited about it. I, I was, after I ordered it, I went to my friend's house and they were all, all hanging out and I was showing a picture of the item that I bought. And I just, I showed the picture. I said, don't read the description. So they all looked at the picture and they're like, oh, that's pretty. Is that a Christmas decoration? And I'm like, mm, no, go ahead and read the description now. And they were, they were reading the description and their eyes bugged out of their heads. Their jaws fell open. They're like a dildo. <laughs> so yes, yes, I have a pretty glass dildo on its way to me. I am actually going to, when it gets here, I'm going to take pictures of it, post the pictures on social media, and even Facebook can't make me take it down because it doesn't look like a dildo. I'm very excited about it. Okay. Erogenous zones. We've gotten there. Okay. What is an erogenous zone? What is, because when I would say to my friends, oh, what, what's your favorite erogenous zone? What's the erogenous zone that you try and arouse on your girlfriend? What's the, you know, all these different questions. The first thing after having a very puzzled look on their faces, they would say, uh, Jay, what is an erogenous zone? It's a, oh, actually they would say a what zone? So th thus the name of the podcast, the what zone podcast, um, an erogenous zone is just basically, you know what a zone is. An erogenous zone is something, it's a spot on your body that if it gets touched in a certain way, it is going to arouse you sexually. That's the simplest explanation. For some reason, I don't know why, the clit and the G-spot are just about all anybody is concerned with anymore. I, why they're getting all the press coverage, I don't know. But 
those are not the only two spots on a female's body that is going to turn them on. It's really not. You can arouse a female without taking her clothes off. You don't have to go below the belt. You can sit there in a living room with this girl's parents and get her so wet that she attacks you as soon as you guys get in the car. I'm serious. Girls, same thing. You can do this with another girl, another guy. I don't care who you do it with. Everybody has erogenous zones. Everybody. What turns me on may not turn you on. So it's something that takes some experimentation and trial and error. And if you've got a longtime lover, spouse, significant other, whatever, if you've got this longtime person in your life, they should know what turns you on, right? Those things change from day to day or even hour to hour. I, I remember being married and the ex-husband would say something to me or do something to me and have me really turned on at, say, five o'clock in the evening. But, you know, darling daughter was still awake and running around the house and one of us had to take care of her. So we couldn't go off and be together, the hubby and I. So I was really turned on at, say, 5 o'clock in the evening or late afternoon, whatever you want to call it. But by the time 10, 30, or 11 rolled around and he tried that same thing with me, it might not turn me on. The biggest thing when it comes to an erogenous zone is pay attention to your partner. Their gasps, their moans, their squirms, hopefully their words are going to tell you what feels good, and what maybe you shouldn't be doing. And I will tell you this, the mind, biggest erogenous sound there is in the body, on the body, whatever. If you can sexually stimulate someone using just their mind, oh my God, go you, go you. It's, it's hard to do, no pun intended, it's extremely sexy, but not enough people are willing to try to stimulate their partner's mind sexually. So anyway, erogenous zones. So I had a Twitter poll up for about a day and a half, two days, and I was asking people what their favorite erogenous zones were. I'll read that question to you. One of my big problems with Twitter polls is you only have room for four answers. Well, in a case like this, there are definitely more than four choices. So I had to narrow it down to what I thought people would respond to in a Twitter poll. So there were only four choices. The ones that I picked, I had read about doing my research on erogenous zones and I was curious about them for, for whatever reason. I was told by a friend that I should have included nipples on the list, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't. And I didn't include feet. Feet are apparently a big erogenous zone. But the question of the poll, my Twitter poll, was when my lover touches, caresses, and or kisses me here, I am immediately turned on. The choices to, to vote on were my butt, my mouth, 
my neck, and my belly button. I can't say that the results surprised me with the winner. Second place is what surprised me. The winner was the neck. 65% of the people that took the poll voted for the neck. I definitely understand that. I, I would have voted for the neck too. The belly and the belly button. The belly button was the next popular answer. Okay, that was 20%. Admittedly, it wasn't a big number. The butt was the third place answer. The mouth was the last. That surprises me. I don't know if a lot of people just don't get turned on with kissing or what. But yeah, the neck won the Twitter poll. Like I said, 65%. Just about everybody agreed too, that if somebody nibbles your neck in just that right spot, oh my god, you just turn to instant mush. This is one of the reasons that hickeys used to always be a big problem with me with this one guy I dated back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I would often have to wear turtlenecks, and that little spot is in a different place on just about everybody, but just about everybody knows that there is a spot on the neck and if you can find it you can just make your lover just like I said turn to goo okay the belly and the belly button were the next most popular answer at 20 percent apparently people really get turned on by the belly button the stomach area in itself, below the belly button and just above the pubic bone, is a very erotic area. It, it really, really is. If, if you remember making out with somebody in a car or, or whatever and you would run your finger just underneath the waistband of his or her pants, you remember that little <gasps> that they would do because it was oh my goodness, it felt so good, and it was almost forbidden, but not quite. Yeah, that's a really sensitive spot, and a lot of the time, people like to play with their lover's belly button. Now, while we are talking about the belly, I gotta bring Dave up again, okay? This is one of the reasons I have the hots for him so much, when I see that man without a shirt, he's got, I don't know what these, these, this muscle group is, but it's those, it's almost a V shape. I'm doing it with my hands like you can see me. It's almost a V shape coming down and it embraces the six pack abs, whether a guy has those abs or not. Sometimes they have these lines on the skin that look like muscles and they dip down into the waistband of their pants or their swim trunks or their shorts or whatever they're wearing these little 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 I call them handles they're not love handles because that's something totally different Dave Portnoy has this 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 toned muscled area on his abdomen and 
This is one of the things that really, really, really floats my boat is just visually looking at that. And I've never had a lover that had that. So I can't sink my teeth into it, which is what I want to do with Dave. I want to nibble that spot at, at, anyway, yes, I am very distracted now, but that is also in the belly area. It is, it, it's got to be an erogenous zone for the guy and women can get these too. I think it's more difficult for a woman to have them. She's got to be really fit and really toned, but I have seen these, these lines or these muscles or whatever it is on a woman's abdomen. It's just not as common and it's very, it's not very common for men to have them either. So I'm just saying, if you've got these, Oh baby, give me a call. The ass. Okay. Now that is also, well, I love all erogenous zones, um, but the butt, the ass, the badonkadonk, the gluteus maximus, oh my God, I don't know if it's just because my ass is so big or what, but my ass enjoys the attention. Now for the butt, the bottom, the badonkadonk, the ass, it only came in, it was third of the Twitter poll at 10%, but this was one of the most common themes when I was doing the research. The, the butt kept popping up. <laughs> uh, so I guess people are very sensitive, despite the fact that you sit on it all the time. But using myself as an example, yeah, I can definitely see that being an erogenous zone. Because if somebody is caressing it or grabbing a big old handful of it or spanking me on it or kissing it or whatever. And I'm not talking about the asshole. I'm just talking about your basic butt. Just, you know, the ass cheeks or, or whatever. It just, it feels good. And if it feels good and it arouses you, it is an erogenous zone. So check your butt, check your partner's butt, that little, um, the little curve, the curvature where the butt meets the top of the thigh, give that a kiss and see if it doesn't actually just make them, oh my God, do one of those. Uh, okay. The mouth, the mouth came in last on the Twitter poll, which I, you know, I have to say I was disappointed. I think the mouth got like one vote in the whole Twitter poll. And baby, kissing, kissing is just hot. Just, if you are just making out with somebody, mouth, lips, tongue, it's just sexy as fuck. Slide your lips around on your lover. And see if that doesn't turn you on. Because, yeah, it will. Use your tongue. Nibble on them. Use your teeth very, very, very gently. And both of you should be getting aroused at that point. Okay, now we're done with the Twitter poll. What else? What else is an erogenous zone? Well, okay, I got fussed at for not putting nipples on the list. Okay, so let's talk about nipples. Yes, nipples are an erogenous zone. 
But did you know the entire chest is not only on guys, but on girls too. Uh, women actually like to be touched and caressed in their cleavage, that, that area between the breasts. It is it can be very, <clears throat> excuse me, it can be very sexy. And most people, men and women alike, like to be on the receiving end of nipple play. All right. Ears. Ears, babies. Ears are an erogenous zone. The neck and the ears Every all the all the skin on your head, all the nerves are just so close to the surface, which is why you can give somebody these these kisses and these nibbles on their necks and their ears and and they're they're it's just so so blissfully wonderful. Watch out for you can nibble on the neck, you can nibble on the earlobes. Stay away from the ear hole, <laughs> the opening of the ear. In the research that I did, most people do not like having a tongue stuck in inside their ear because it's a wet willy. They, nobody, nobody wants that. So don't go in the ear with your tongue, but the earlobe, yeah, nibble that. And right behind the earlobe, and right below the ear where the ear connects to your neck or your lover's neck, that is a spot you want to concentrate on. That's a green light, baby. The back. The back is an erogenous zone. The lower back especially. And I'll tell you right now, and, and I have seen this mostly in heterosexual couples, so I'm going to aim this at the guys out there who are with women. If you put your hand on a gal's lower back and she is not your significant other you had better gather up your courage for one of the biggest fights you will ever find yourself in seriously when you touch a girl's lower back and guys do this it is an alpha male thing it is a dominance thing it is a sexy thing. It is an intimate thing. The small of the back, that lower part of the back where it curves and goes into the butt, that is a very, very, very intimate area for some reason. I, I don't know why, but it, it was one of the, one of the top ranked ones when I, erogenous zones, when I was doing the research. So kiss it, caress it, and Guys, don't, if you are in a relationship with this one person, don't put your hand on another girl's lower back. I don't know if this works the same with same-sex couples or not. And if somebody could enlighten me, definitely let me know because I have seen girls actually turn into fucking animals. You touched her back. You pig. I hate you. So... No, seriously, don't do it. But if you want to stroke her lower back or his lower back, because the lower back is a very, very sensitive area. Like I said, because the butt is connected to it and the butt is an erogenous zone. So right there where the back meets the butt, very sexy, very sexy. Try that out. Hands 
It's not just that I find them sexy. They are one of your erogenous zones. There are a lot of nerve endings in the hands and the fingers. It is why people touch things so much. So your hands are one of your erogenous zones. If you are caressing your partner, it is possible for you to become aroused by touching them. The inside of the thigh, that is a big erogenous zone. And even if you're, you're petting somebody through layers of clothing, if you are touching somebody's inner thigh, it is so sexy and it is such a turn on because it's, it's that, that last area that's not X-rated as it were, but it's so close to that forbidden zone. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The inside of the thighs is, that's a really good erogenous zone. Now the next couple of ones <laughs> that I'm going to share with you, I didn't know. The Okay, the wrists and the back of the knees. These two spots kept popping up wherever I looked on the internet for erogenous zones. So I'm going to share this with you. These are apparently very sensitive areas. Uh, they are very, very ticklish spots. And every website that mentioned the wrists and the back of the knees did give a warning that it's, those are also ticklish spots. So start very, very gently. And on the wrist, it's going to be above where you can find the pulse. I'm very bad at finding people's pulses. So it's a good thing I'm not a nurse. But it's uh, right about the where the pulse point is on the wrist. And if you decide to play with the back of your lover's knee, what I would advise, nobody on these websites said this, but I'm just imagining it. <laughs> Stay out of the way of the feet because it, the back of the knee is ticklish. And if it were me, I would probably kick out. So watch out for those ticklish people and be very careful. If you don't want to touch the wrist or the back of the knee for fear of being kicked or or whatever kiss lick don't forget to use your mouth um now this last one this last one you may not want to use your mouth i don't know it's up to you feet okay yes feet i said it feet and guys especially I did not know this until I was doing my research. Apparently, dudes have more nerve endings in the soles of their feet than we gals do. So don't tickle his feet unless he's really into that. But think more along the lines of like a, a foot massage from a lover. Not a foot massage that you're going to get from a foot massage place, but from a lover. And if you want to to kiss a foot or or suck the toes that can be very very erotic but you've got to both be into it people are funny about feet if this is something that you want to do to your lover 
you need to talk to them about it first. Don't just go down there and get a mouthful of toes and then look up at him or her and say, hey, baby, do you like this? Because no, we are funny about feet for some reason. So talk to your partner before you do this. You can, you can say, hey, there's something I want to try. I want to kiss your feet. Maybe he or she will be amenable to that. Maybe he or she will say, sure, if this is something that you want to do, if it's something that you want done to you, you need to express that to your lover. If it is something that they are not comfortable with doing, don't do it. Don't pressure them. Don't make them take one for the team. If somebody doesn't want to kiss your feet, if somebody doesn't want to have their feet kissed, don't pressure them, okay? Any of these spots. If if somebody goes to kiss my neck and I know for a fact that I don't want my neck kissed, I need to tell them, hey, no, stop. So it's it's not just feet. I'm just using feet as an example because feet, I really feel like feet in general get a bad rap because they're feet, Um, there's nothing wrong with feet as an erogenous zone. And if you don't want to kiss them, if you don't want to suck them, that's fine. If you don't want to have them kissed or sucked on, that's fine. You and your partner just need to talk. There are things that can stimulate you without touching you. Okay, the feet were the last actual physical erogenous zone that I wanted to talk about. There are things that can affect you just like having somebody nibble your neck or caress your butt or lick your nipple. If you have ever been on the receiving end of what we gals call the look, and if you have ever had the look turned in your direction, you know the look. It is a smoldering look. It, it, it just looks like, it looks like that person is just going to die if they can't possess you sexually right now. It, it's so hot to know that somebody is that turned on by you. Now, not everybody can give the look. Some of us just look like we're constipated or have a gas bubble or whatever. If you can give the look, you know, like, like there are actors that give this look. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. Oh, I'm fanning myself. It is, if you can give the look, teach the rest of us, please. The eyes are so sexy. And if you don't believe me, try this one. Try The next time you have sex with your partner, make a lot of eye contact and tell me that's not hot. That is one thing that can stimulate you without actually touching. It's just that look. Knowing that somebody else is that turned on by you is just erotic. Music. Music is, uh, there's a reason it's called mood music, or in my day it was called makeout music. Sounds are very, very important. There are other things. Erogenous zones 
like I said, the mind is probably the biggest erogenous zone. And all these other places, the mouth, the hands, the butt, the wrist, the backs of the knees, the feet, whatever, without the mind, those things are not going to be sexy. So remember that little thing. The mind is the biggest erogenous zone of all. I also want you to remember erogenous zones are not just for foreplay. It is so hot if you guys are in the middle of some crazy ass monkey sex and your lover just decides to bite you on the inside of the thigh or bite you on the neck. Oh my God, that's sexy. If they, if they grab your hand and start sucking your fingers while they're fucking you. Oh my God, that's sexy. If you, you hold hands, oh my God, you talk about eye contact, hold hands during sex. That shit's hot. Grab their ass and pull them even closer to you while you're fucking. That's sexy. There is no way the erogenous zones are just for foreplay. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even believe that. And remember, again, erogenous zones are not just for foreplay. And remember that everyone is different. Learn what your lover likes learn what they don't like. Remember that just because they liked something last week, they might not like that particular thing today or tomorrow. It never hurts to try something new. And it is up to your partner if you are trying something new, like say that you have managed to overcome the stigma attached to the feet and you are introducing some erotic play to your partner's toesies well try that and if that doesn't work well maybe try what turned them on the last time but don't be afraid to try something a little bit new it is time for me to go and i need some me time i am sorry i uh Talking about erogenous zones just has me all kinds of a quiver. So I need some me time. So how do you get in touch with me? Are you ready to write it all down? Okay, go get your pen and paper. Okay, got your pen, got your paper, got your smartphone, got your tablet, whatever you're writing it on. Okay, my website is slutradio.fun. My email is slutradio nine at gmail.com my twitter handle at slutradio1 the number one my instagram is slut underscore radio my snapchat is slutradio all one word my patreon account is patreon.com backslash slutradio any amount that you can donate is fine and wonderful and I love you very much for it look for me next Tuesday and if you have any ideas for the show get in touch with me all right babies I will see you next time bye-bye